नमस्ते गाइस आई एम डॉक्टर अनुश्रुति एंड आई एम बैक विद एन अमेजिंग एपिसोड हु इज नॉट अफ्रेड ऑफ वेट गेन हु इज नॉट अफ्रेड ऑफ पुटिंग ऑन वेट बट डू यू नो द रियल पेन एंड रियल स्ट्रगल द रियल फियर इज व्हेन यू हैव टू लूज वेट लूजिंग वेट इज द रियल स्ट्रगल वेयर पीपल एक्चुअली फाइंड देम अनआंसर्ड ऑन सो मेनी क्वेश्चंस so to answer all these questions to make you aware about your weight gain and your weight loss journey especially when it comes to women i have a beautiful woman out there with me dr faith well dr faith aka your faithful doctor who is a hormone doctor and helps women lose weight reclaim energy and confidence by optimizing hormones So what are we waiting for? Let's directly speak to her. Hello, Dr. Faith. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm so excited to be here, specifically talking about women and weight loss. It's difficult because we don't get the same recognition as men, and we are kind of grouped into the same category as them. But our bodies and our physiologies are just completely different. So we just need a completely different conversation than a lot of the research that we have out here. So I'm excited to chat. Absolutely. Well, when two women are together, why not to have a girl power thing? So, all the lovely women who are listening to this, watching this episode right now from all over the world, and the strong men out there who are listening this on behalf of their beautiful wives, sisters, and mother, this is for you guys. Starting with the very first question, Doctor Faith, how do you explain hormone? to people who have zero idea about biology and science what exactly is a hormone in our body what does it work for so hormones i always like to talk uh, speak of them as they're kind of like signals you know inherently our organs can't really talk to each other like we would talk to each other as people so these these um they're fat so they're not like of the water variety and that means that we need to eat fat to be able to make them however they go through our bloodstream to have our organs and our tissues talk to each other to tell them to do things so it's how our body kind of functions and they control different aspects of our bodies depending on what our body needs to do so if we need to burn more calories to get energy so that we have more and so we have more energy to wake up during the day or that Or our bodies are warm enough. Um, that's a particular type of, of signal. Uh, versus, if we need to make an egg to be able to have a baby, we need to have a different signal from that. And they come from different tissues because our body needs to have things in place to make sure they don't go crazy. But then things like um, our diets or our lifestyle habits can kind of throw off these signals, and they can give you different symptoms based on what their levels are in your body. So if you've got an over or an under amount of that particular signal, then it'll give Give you different symptoms depending on where it came from and what it normally controls. Absolutely. Well, you know, all the women out there in the audience right now would have heard about mood swings through hormones, but weight gain because of hormones and weight loss because of hormones is something really new to us. So please elaborate a little more about this. How is uh, our hormone responsible for our weight gain and weight loss? great question. So we have around 50 plus different types of hormones out there and then there's a whole bunch of other signals in our bodies and little pathways in between, but I find clinically there's about eight different 
problematic hormones or hormones when they get thrown off that'll make you have things like mood swings and and um, other symptoms that aren't great but when it comes to weight loss and, and weight gain um, we have hormones that control our metabolism and when i say hormones i'm gonna have you think of interchangeably signals that are telling your body to do something that isn't necessarily helpful because it doesn't know uh, it's got too much or too little of that particular signal. So things like your thyroid gland, you might have heard of, heard of your thyroid, which is a little gland that it sits right in the front of your neck. It controls your metabolism and the metabolism is the rate at which you burn calories. And so you're eating food, it's turning into um, a, a broken down molecule that we're gonna use for calories. Those calories then transition to how much energy your body could use. However, if your thyroid isn't working correctly, then you aren't going to be utilizing the proper amount of signals to tell your body to burn those calories. So you might be eating those calories and your body's just going to store them um, rather than using them for energy. Things like insulin, which controls your blood sugar levels, which is when you don't eat fast or you don't eat enough and you feel like you're going to pass out or you don't have enough energy, um, that also controls how much your, your body stores fat or uses fat. Um, your testosterone is another really good example where we know it mostly for men and a lot of muscular, uh, but here's the thing, a lot of your body is made of muscles, your heart is made of muscles, so if you don't have enough testosterone, you're going to have a lower met metabolic rate, you won't have as much muscle to be able to burn the fat. Um, and then it can get kind of wonky from there. But there tends to be about eight of them that control both your hunger and the way that your body stores and utilizes fat for weight loss. Absolutely. Beautifully explained hormone. Well, when should a person actually consult a hormone doctor like you? Like my people, my audience, when should they contact Dr. Faith? That's also a really good question. Um, I think when you have tried to do the traditional um, exercising more, reducing the high caloric intake of things that aren't so great for you, trying to do those anti-inflammatory kind of protocols, and you're just not seeing any shift in weight, or you're working out extremely and you're eating a lot less and you just don't see the scale move or your clothes change size, uh, that's usually the time when we want to start looking into hormones because those signals control how those work and if those are off you're going to be fighting your whole your body the whole time and you're not going to be able to actually shift any weight uh, which is a good time to actually start looking into the signals in your body to make sure those are working correctly and if those are working correctly then it might just be something else that we need to look into okay now we are moving on to the segment where we burst myths and facts about instagram doctors now what are instagram doctors the doctors without degree and a lot of followers. We all have come across such Instagram pages who claim to be doctors and just post things unauthentic, I would say, without any responsibility. So to save my audience from all these things, I have Dr. Faith with me to answer whether this post is a myth or a fact. So the first post says, eating chocolates affects your hormone in a bad way and that leads to weight gain. Is that a true thing or is it a myth? I would say that's 100% a myth. Uh, chocolate has so many amazing like uh, properties to it. It's got theobromo cacao. I, I'm, since I'm an integrative doctor, I, I know botanical medicine very well as well, um, which is like a calming, relaxing, it's got a ton of magnesium. Your body needs magnesium to be able to utilize uh, different processes so that your hormones can work efficiently. Uh, we don't get enough magnesium usually in our diet anyway, so it's always uh, good to add that in. 
I would say when it comes to the sugar content in some chocolate, that could be like kind of a concern just because some of them can be really high in sugar. Dark chocolates though, and you know, once every once in a while is completely fine to have some chocolate. I mean, we're not here for restriction where we gotta live our lives and chocolate is delicious and we are women and it's really good for our periods and our and our mindsets and honestly for us just to be human. So <laughs> I would say false. <laughs> So every girl, every boy who's listening to this, enjoy your chocolates. Just enjoy it. Mm -hmm. Moving on, I have another post which says, we cannot regulate our hormone. We have no authority over it. In women, only the menstrual cycle is responsible for it. Oh, well, that's definitely false. We have so many different hormones that control so many aspects of our body. They're generally referring to just the estrogen and progesterone, which is like your fertility hormones, specifically to your menstruation cycles. However, I would say um, when it comes to any of these extreme posts, when they're saying never, like in medicine, there's never a never. Even the stuff we do know, I never say that we don't know other things because we're always learning new. Like it's kind of like, new diagnoses that are coming out. We said 20 years ago, that didn't exist. Fibromyalgia didn't exist 20 years ago. And now look at all these cases. So um, when it comes to that, we could definitely regulate our hormones, sometimes just with food, sometimes with supplementation, sometimes we need medications, depending on if it's autoimmune or not. Uh, but it's, we definitely have some control. That's what I do in my practice is I help people change their lifestyle, change their diet so that they can have more autonomy over how their body functions. Because a big portion of that is taking the control of the woman's hand and saying, you can't do that. But we're here to empower women and say, like, absolutely, you can change all aspects of that. Yes, absolutely. Okay, next, but the most important, it says, weight loss can be done only by exercising and sweating in the gym. No hormone therapy can change it. That's absolutely false <laughs> because let me give you an example. Say a woman was, had undiagnosed thyroid concerns and they are working out. They are overly working out. Their muscles are incredibly sore. They're working out more than anybody else. And they are eating 1200 calories. It's all just very clean foods. They don't eat any fats. They don't have any carbs in their diets and they're gaining weight. And they don't know why they're gaining weight because they're working out so hard. The problem is, is the thyroid possibly is undiagnosed being too low, or they might have something called Hashimoto's thyroiditis, which is an autoimmune condition, which is when your body basically attacks your thyroid gland so it can't make the appropriate amount of hormones in it. And so it doesn't matter how much you exercise and how much you eat so little, it only matters about how your body's actually telling it what it needs to do in order for it to actually get the proper output. Um, I have a personal story. When I was, when I just got off birth control, I could not stop bleeding. I got my hormones tested about three or four months after I got off birth control. I had absolutely no progesterone. I had absolutely no testosterone. My thyroid was a little on the low side and I just felt awful. I was working out so hard. I was trying to lose the weight that I had gained a little bit in medical school. And it wasn't until I replaced a little bit of that thyroid, I ended up getting on testosterone for a little while to just to kind of bounce everything back because birth control has a negative, massive negative impact on all of those hormones just because it is replacing it. 
And as soon as I did, I was able to drop the pounds. I was able to feel so much better in my body. The mood swings went away. The period stopped getting crazy. It, it was a game changer. So I definitely say when anybody says, no, you just have to work out and restrict yourself and it's your motivation, not your hormones. I don't think these people know how hormones work. <laughs> well, bingo, you have just busted out all the myths. And here is the message for everyone listening and watching this that do not just blindly believe whatever you see on social media. Consult a doctor, a doctor like Dr. Fate and other esteemed doctors to have your proper diagnosis. Well, moving on, Dr. Fate, you would have come across a lot of YouTube videos which says lose belly fat in 15 days. Lose your overall weight and become a, a Kali trainer in 20 days. So what would be your thoughts about it? Like, is it actually possible without... I mean, I mean, in a nutshell, is it true? Is it not true? And as a hormone doctor, what is your take on this thing? Yeah, that's a great, that's a great question. When it comes to these fad diets or these really quick get, you know, lose weight really, really rapidly, many times that's referring to water retention because your body can let go of water retention when the foods that we eat, um, at least in the West, very inflammatory you know, really heavy fried foods, not a lot of nutrition, not a lot of color in our diet in general. And people stress out like crazy. They don't drink enough water. They don't move their body. It's a perfect storm of just holding on to all this extra water so that your body uh, feels very plump and very uh, full. <laughs> and so, yes, if you start eating really well, absolutely. And if you start eating really well and you start uh, drinking a lot more water in your body, yes, you will lose some weight. But when it comes to fat loss, there's an appropriate amount of fat loss that you'll be losing every week without it being unhealthy. And there's ways that you can manipulate your body. You've seen this with bodybuilders. You've seen these people try to like shed fat really quickly. Um, that is going to mess with the signals of your body or those hormones because it's not it's not an easy it's not easy on your body. It's like it's hard on the the contents of your body. So a more appropriate thing to do is to look at it as a long-term gain and changing your perspective on how your body works so that you can understand and under, understand that it does take a little bit longer. In the world of hormones, it takes approximately three months, I would say, before you really start seeing a good change in the quality of, like, say, your ovaries and your eggs and how they develop, how your body kind of repositions these signals. Uh, so you have to give your time, your body the time to be able to fix the imbalances that are going on, even though we are impatient, you know, we want results now and we want them forever. It does take some time and it takes your mind also some time to get used to a new routine. So the more you give yourself the time thinking about it before you start, the more you're going to have long-term success rather than these constant yo-yo diets and fad diets and possibly like weight loss teas and, and diet pills that a lot of people want to go for. For instance, there's a part in the United States right now where we have this controversy of uh, semaglutide or, or what Gobi or these weight loss injections. I know that they're really common because these big uh, influencers take them and, and they've been abusing them for a while. The problem with those is they're diabetic drugs. And so they make you really, really sick because they manipulate the hormones in your gut to be able to lose the fat and kind of play with your insulin levels. 
The problem with those is that once you get off of them, people struggle with a lot of the satiety, like the feeling like feeling full after they're eating, so they need to eat a lot more. Or they're having issues with now they're not trusting themselves because a lot of them have gained a lot of weight back. So we have to think about the long-term mentality of everything as well on top of you want to have these sustainable results. As somebody who has lost 100 pounds myself, I know what it feels like to bounce up and down 20 pounds and to feel like crap at 250 and to feel like really great at 130, but also like really tired. And so there's a sweet spot in there where your body kind of catches up with your mind and you can live there longer term. Absolutely. Well, now I have a get gritty question for you, Dr. Faye. Now, get gritty with Dr. Anushruti is my podcast. So the get gritty question for you for the day is infertility. Now, this question comes up because just very recently, I just recorded a podcast with a very esteemed doctor on infertility issues. And that would be just releasing before your episode, before this episode, it would have been released. So I believe the audience who are listening and watching this just, uh, I, I think two or three days before they would have seen that episode. So how is infertility linked to weight gain, our weight loss and to hormone? Like, uh, is there any interconnection between the three? Yeah, absolutely. There's a couple things that come to mind, um, you know, depending on what the person is struggling with. Not everybody struggles with the same things when it comes to infertility. The big thing that I always want people to look into is trying to find the root cause. What is it that is causing you to not be able to conceive? Is it more that you have PCOS and that you've got cysts on the ovaries so that the, the egg is not developing into a fully developed egg so that you can get pregnant? Is it that your thyroid is not producing enough energy for your body to make these estrogen and progesterones for your period to be regulated? Um, when it comes to weight and uh, fertility, I think a lot of times it's kind of a stress of the body. Uh, your body needs to be pretty happy and content in order to feel like it's okay to have a child. We want to think about our body as back in the day when we were cave people. When we were stressed out, it was not time to have a baby. It was time to survive. <laughs> and so our, a lot of that kind of translates to us these days where we are inundated with so much, you know, notifications and, and stress from work and children and family and like, you know, the environment, all the things that kind of bring on to us. So infertility is closely related to hormones because hormones control how your body releases eggs and how your body develops all of those things. When it comes to weight, a lot of times if we are overweight, uh, we could have some signals that aren't being properly produced. Um, sometimes the insulin levels, that can be a stressor. It can really mess with your cortisol because insulin and the stress, the stress hormone cortisol have a close relationship. Also, insulin and cortisol have a real close relationship with your thyroid. And if you don't have enough thyroid, we see that there's some infertility with that as well because we're not being able to develop the egg. And there's an, also a, a, a correlation between having too much estrogen and that reduces your thyroid. So there's definitely a correlation between those two. They are all connected because we are a human being and we are not, you know, our parts. We are accumulation <laughs> of a person. But it also has to do with our mind. And if you're massively stressed out, you're going to increase that cortisol, which is then going to have all this downstream negative hormone cascades, as we like to call it. So yeah, they are all interconnected. Whether a person wants to say it's due to one thing or another, we have to realize that we are holistically a being and that 
you know, there's always a cause underneath it. Absolutely, absolutely. And I agree with this. Well, last but not the least, the question everyone is waiting for and have come across till now to listen to that question. How does hormone or a hormone doctor really help in losing weight? So everyone who's listening to know how to lose weight through hormone, optimizing hormone, how does this happen? That is a great question. I always, because I'm an evidence-based doctor, I'm somebody who definitely wants to make sure that we are correcting the right things so that we don't have to waste time, energy, money. We always want to look at the hormone levels first. We always want to ask questions to be able to point us to the right testing. Generally, what I would do um, is that you'd have somebody go and ask all those questions of like, you know, when I ask questions, I always ask questions based on like blood sugar levels or, you know, uh, is your thyroid being dysfunctional? How much stress are you under? What are you eating during the day? All these really intimate questions, because what they do is they give me give me an idea of what might be going on with each hormone. So generally, once I get those kind of questions um, you know, answered, we take that and we order the right testing to be able to say, hey, uh, maybe it's your fertility hormones, maybe it's your insulin levels. Some practitioners don't particularly understand how functional tests differ from your general tests. General like blood work is you're just looking at kind of like your blood count, looking at like how much iron you have in your blood, um, generally your the, the health of your organs, but they're not looking at like your specific hormone health. We want to be looking at things like insulin and HbA1c, which is how much blood sugar you have attached to your actual like blood vessels and um, I mean not blood vessels, but blood cells <laughs> and then your thyroid and, and your vitamin D levels because that's so important and so much deficiency happens in that um, as well as your estrogen, your progesterone, your testosterone. Uh, I actually have a masterclass that I have recorded on my website that if anybody wanted to learn more about that, they're more than welcome to check it out. But I always start with education first. We want to know what the problem is so then you know how to fix it because once you have answers then it's not just stabbing things in the dark you actually have a path that you can go down once you figure out which hormone is kind of the the problem child that's when you can start at, uh, being able to correct it with diet and exercise and lifestyle changes um, because everybody's so different you know we'd like to think we're all the same and that we can just like flip a switch like we're little machines but that's just not how it is and we all have different life things that have contributed to where we are now. So all of that is really, really important to be able to have the proper signals so that your body can release the weight and you don't have to starve yourself and you don't have to work out for hours in the gym or have to listen to these gurus that don't know what they're talking about. Because the truth of the matter is, is that hormones are, it's a hormone game. When you're trying to lose weight, you have to manipulate and like work with the hormones that you got to make sure that your body's working properly. So you're not fighting the whole time. Because if you try to do fad diets or these massive weight loss, um, you know, workouts, and you're not actually fixing the root problem, you're going to be going back to that fad diet over and over and over. And you'll go back to those pills and you'll do those Wegovies and you'll do all this stuff. And then you'll be just distrustful that your body's going to be able to do that. And you'll give up. And then in the end, you won't be as happy as you know you could be if you just healed your relationship with your body, mind, and your hormones. Absolutely. Beautifully explained it. 
So with this, we have come to an end of this episode. Thank you so much, Dr. Fate, for joining in and taking out time from your schedule to speak to my audience and me. I really hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. Absolutely. Thank you for having me on. Thank you so much. Well, I know by the end of this episode, you are very much cleared about hormone and how is it responsible for your weight gain, weight loss and overall health. So this is your reminder to straighten your back, have a glass of water and move. A pro tip for today's episode, see the red flags in your health, see the red flags in your hormone. And yes, consult a hormone doctor like Dr. Faith for your proper diagnosis. We'll see in the next episode. Till then, goodbye. Take care.